Well, hello and welcome to the Sacred Pathway Sunday. With me, Allison Rizel. I am the spiritual wellness and empowerment coach for women who are 40 and better. I'm also a certified Yusui Reiki master, healer, and teacher at my school, the Sacred Pathway Academy, where we are currently enrolling for the next installment of the Enlightenment and the Empowerment of Reiki, which will get you certified for levels one and two. So in the description box, you'll find a link where you can click and go ahead and get yourself enrolled and get your certification on. Um, but if Reiki is not what you are ready to do, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as learning it, you still have time to join my nine-month membership program, which is called Moon Miracles, Magic, and Manifestation. And um, I'm very excited on New Moon. Um, this week coming up <laughs> is when we start. So get in where you fit in. All right. So I am so excited to be here today, 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 to talk about intimacy. Oh, baby. <laughs> intimacy is something that a lot of people are afraid of. And we're going to talk about the importance of um, conquering such fear and, and why it's important for us to um, overcome that. Okay. So where's what I need here? All right. So this discussion comes from number one. Well, let me back up. Okay. So I pulled a card um, ahead of time. And this came from the Power of Surrender deck by Judith Orloff. This is a super powerful deck. Like, I tell people, and I say it jokingly, but I'm really like serious about it. This deck will be all up in your business. Okay. Like <laughs> if you are wanting to take like a journey of, of self um, and really up your journaling game, this right here is a deck that I highly recommend if you're wanting to journal more and have prompts to help you journal because the way that these cards come up <laughs> for you who baby so um the card i pulled for us as a collective is what inspired this particular talk so the card that came up is surrender your fear of intimacy Surrender your fear of intimacy. And it says, you are ready to let love in. Compassionately identify and begin to release any patterns that stop you from opening your heart. I'm going to read that again. You are ready to let love in. Compassionately identify and begin to release any patterns that stop you from opening your heart. Greetings, Goddess Virgo Bliss. So the reason why I felt like this was powerful for us to pull on a Sacred Pathway Sunday 
is that is something that we need to start revisiting um, and talking about within ourselves. So the fear of intimacy that we have. So first and foremost, when we think about intimacy, let's talk about our energy center. So that's going into the sacral chakra center. And within the sacral chakra, there is the, um, the, our emotions. It's the vulnerability piece. It's um, our sensuality and sexuality. And, you know, intimacy oftentimes is connected with sex, but really has nothing to do with it. So let's talk about, hello, goddess, paradise within. So let's talk about the um, definition for intimacy. So when you're using the word intimacy as a noun, it's close familiarity or friendship or closeness. Some of, the, some of the synonyms are closeness, togetherness, rapport, attachment, familiarity, confidentiality. It also can be defined as a cozy atmosphere, an intimate act, um, closeness of observation or knowledge of a subject. So when we're thinking about intimacy, let's think about it on a level of how we are connected or maybe not as connected to ourselves. A lot of us have issues with intimacy because we don't have an intimate relationships relationship with ourselves, and which then we don't have an intimate relationship with spirit or God. We don't have an intimate relationship with our ancestors. We can't seem to muster up having intimate relationships with people in our lives. And the reason why is number one, it takes a level of vulnerability to allow in intimacy. And some of us are so afraid to be vulnerable and with good reason, right? There's been some of us who have allowed um, ourselves to be vulnerable and been hurt, like badly hurt emotionally by someone else who we loved and trusted. And this isn't always in a romantic relationship. This also happens in familial relationships where there are a lot of uh, people who aren't as close to their families because of hurt, blame, shame. So then that kills the, the desire for us to be vulnerable, to be intimate. So <clears throat> when we're thinking about that, hello, Goddess Quailing. Um, when we're thinking about that, as far as intimacy is concerned, here's the thing. I love these and I don't know if y'all can see it, but it says, I feel. And this is the sacral chakra energy. So being in a place of feeling scares the hell out of a lot of us. It's like, I don't want to feel because every time I feel and allow myself to feel something happens, I get hurt. But did you not know that with the ability of being vulnerable and intimate also comes the responsibility of setting the healthy boundaries for it? Yeah. 
If you're going to be intimate, if you're going to be vulnerable, put some boundaries with it. Now, as a child, if something happened to you, you don't know how to put boundaries with that. But now as a functioning adult, we have to reparent ourselves in a lot of cases, which means that we have to learn and understand what it means as a healthy um, adult to exercise our right to set boundaries and say, okay, I want to have an intimate relationship where it's me and my friends. I'm vulnerable with them. I want to have friendships where I can be myself and I don't have to um, censor myself. I don't have to put on airs. I don't have to always show up fully made up with earrings and being all, you know, cute and stuff. I can have mascara running, snot running, you know, and everything else about myself and my friends will accept me for who I am. They'll accept me. They'll love me. And then you can say the same thing about family. You desire for that for in, within your family to have that level of intimacy because intimacy, that's personal. To me, intimacy is nakedness. It's, it's the same thing as being naked because when you're naked, there's nothing to hide. You don't have clothes covering up anything. Vulnerability and intimacy are mirrored in that way because this means that I am stripping everything away and allowing someone or someone's in my life and I'm trusting that they won't um, abuse that. They won't hurt me in that. And the, and the sad thing is there's no real way for us to know for sure that people will ever like not do it. But we have to learn how to trust. But that first comes from us surrendering our fear of intimacy. Because not everybody is out to hurt you. We, we tend to get in that mode where everywhere the boogeyman is. If I look under the bed, the monsters are still under the bed. And there's no one there to protect me from the monsters under the bed. When the fact of the matter is... You are divinely protected at all times. All you got to do is call on that protection. So when we talk about how you're ready to let love in, meaning you are now at a point, once you surrender that fear of intimacy, you're at a point where you can now receive, where you can take in the love, the, um, the trust, the familiarity, the, as it's defined, the closeness, to be close. Many of us who have trust issues have fear of intimacy, fear of vulnerability. You don't trust anyone, so you don't allow yourself to get close to anyone, nor do you let anybody get close to you. But if we allow ourselves to surrender that fear, then we can allow ourselves again to set those healthy boundaries and say, you know what? I do want people in my life, but I'm only allowing people to come into my life who will not do this to me. And if they begin to do it, the boundary I'm setting is 
I'm long at a, a arm's length is how I'm dealing with you. You lose access to me. I've had a lot of people in my life where you don't have access to me anymore. You've betrayed my trust on multiple times. I've given you chance after chance after chance. And I just say, I can't allow someone to do that anymore. I don't have any more room on my back for any more knife, knife marks. I don't. I've been stabbed plenty of times. So I don't have time. I don't have room. There's no more room on my back for another knife to go in. And instead of me setting it up where I'm handing them the knife, I'm going to push back and say, you know what? No, you don't get to have access to me. You don't get to be a vampire of my energy. You don't get to treat me the way that I don't want to be treated. It's the boundary. So it's doing the work and looking in. And that's why I said into me, I see. And I see how God is quietly retype that in. Yes, into me, I see. Because it takes you going within and doing the work and saying, okay, not just focusing on what you don't want, because we spend a lot of time focusing in on what we don't want. How about we switch that and start speaking that that we do want? I want healthy relationships where I can be me. I want healthy relationships with my clients. I want clients who come to me and I can trust them and they can trust me. And we have that rapport. There's that word. We have that rapport with each other. I'm only attracting relationships that fit what I need. And I want to in turn be what that person needs because it's a reciprocal thing. Because if I'm getting myself in position to receive, I'm also giving myself permission to give, but I'm giving within the boundary where it's not taking away from anything and draining me. It's me reciprocating to them. And I don't want them to take anything away from themselves just to give to me. We're both giving from the overflow. I want the overflow relationships. I don't want takers in my life anymore. And I'm not allowing takers in my life. I'm only allowing the people who are going to honor the law of reciprocity, who I can be totally myself with and not have to worry about them gossiping about me, stabbing me in my back, talking about me um, behind my back, you know, whatever the case may be. But it starts with me being intimate within myself. Can I trust myself? Let's talk about that. Can I trust myself? A lot of times that's the bigger issue is I can't trust myself. And the reason I can't trust myself is because I've been hurt before and I allowed myself to be hurt before. So now I have trust issues even within myself because I don't know, you know, how to say no without hurting somebody's feelings. But at the same time, I'm hurting myself because I keep allowing the same pattern to happen over and over and over and over again. So then it becomes an endless cycle. So that's why we have to take this moment to get to know us. 
you have to get to know you first. Doesn't mean you shut yourself off from the world to do it. It just means that now I need to look into me and see what it is that I'm wanting for myself as it mirrors back out and the world can see it because we treat, we teach people how to treat us, whether we want to believe that or not. God is paradise within says, take away the access to me. If you hurt me has been a practice of mine for years. Yeah. You don't get to have access to me indefinitely. That used to be because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. Or I wanted people to love me and to like me. But as I've evolved, I've understood that not everybody deserves to have access to me. Not everybody does, not everybody is worthy of access to me. And that's family and otherwise. So in speaking about into me, I see. <laughs> When I pulled this uh, Power of Surrender card, I immediately thought about a card from the Oracle of the Seven Energies, which says, Into Me I See, which it is actually like one of my favorite cards <laughs> in that deck. Into Me I See. So where's my, because I love what Colette says in here. At certain precious moments, you're called into a deep and meaningful connection with the world or another person. A magical affinity arises with the kind of intimacy that in turn encourages a great, greater understanding of yourself. And that's what it's about is you gaining a better understanding or a greater understanding of yourself. Like I said, you got to deal with your, your shit first, basically. You got to deal with you first, looking within you first. The relationship acts as a mirror. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> Helping you to see your own patterns. What it reflects about you can further your own personal evolution. Now is the time to take a risk by connecting with another. Can you see how far you've come? Can you see what is still active within you that needs to change or heal? So looking at yourself, not as damaged, not as broken, we can't do that because when we see ourselves in that way as damaged as broken it's harder for us to see ourselves as healed and really accept that into our lives because again as you're thinking about things like that you're welcoming that energy into your life i was on um clubhouse the other day and i was doing i did a pop-up of readings and I hadn't done that in a long time and one of the um, beautiful goddesses that came into the room with me said something really powerful because she was talking about what she's been doing um, in her life and one of the things she said is I had to learn how to change my language and how I spoke 
She said, instead of me focusing on and saying, well, I wish I could do that. I wish I had it that way or, you know, whatever the case may be. Instead of me um, constantly saying that, you know, I don't want this. I don't want that. I wish this would change. I wish that would change and everything else. She was like, I changed my language. That's okay, goddess. I'll be doing them again. <laughs> I changed my language. I, I changed how I started speaking. So instead of talking about how I wish I had something or how I don't want something, I spoke it into existence that I already have it, that it's already mine. Peace and blessings, goddess. I spoke it in a way that gives me the reflection outward that it's mine. I have it. It's my birthright. So why would I not speak it into existence? So when you have that intimate relationship with yourself, you begin to reflect on those things in your life. That's why I always teach. You have to be careful about what you're saying to yourself about yourself. What are you affirming to yourself every day? What do you affirm? Are you affirming positivity or are you affirming negativity? Yes, we all get pissed off. Yes, we all get frustrated. But I even find that within myself that the more I'll start focusing on what's not right, what's not happening in my life, the more I'll keep attracting more of the same. But when I start looking at what is right, when I start celebrating the fact that I have awesome, beautiful, wonderful women in my life who are my clients, who are my students, who I love and adore, who I care about, I start attracting more of the same. When I start speaking of, you know, oh, how, you know, money loves me. Money loves me. Money will find me. Money finds me. I, I make money with ease and grace. Money starts to come to me. When I start speaking about love and friendship and wholeness and purity of relationships and, and all this, when I change my language, that's when stuff starts changing for me. And the energy shifts, but it starts within me. You will, you will discover more about who you are as you discover more about another. Even if you cannot possibly know what it's truly like to be in someone else's shoes, you can listen and learn. That's a big part of the intimate relationship between yourself and others is that throat chakra energy as well, the communication of you being able to communicate what it is you want and what you need and being able to listen to that other person explain the same of what they want and what they need. This is how, this is a magical gift being offered to you right now. This concept applies beyond romantic connection. What do the dynamics in your closest friendships, work relationships, and family say about you? Relationships are extraordinary opportunities for healing. Yes, they are. 
When predicated on honesty and caring, they have a great impact on how you contribute to the world. Intimate relationships hold up a mirror of truth and reveal more treasures than you might ever expect. If you can look into it, take a risk and see everything as beautiful, even if it's imperfections, even in its imperfections, imagine how deep you could go. Now, something that I did to build an intimate relationship with myself is something that um, if you know anything about Louise, hey, <laughs> she wrote a book about it called Mirror Work. And so I did some mirror work on myself. Now, I didn't go into everything that, of what, you know, the late, great Louise Hay did in that book, but I did the version that felt most resonant with me. Since I've always had issues with the way I look, no matter how beautiful somebody might have told me that I was or how I look good and everything else, I just didn't feel good about myself. Not only that, because I didn't really know myself, it was hard for me to really connect with myself in a very intimate way. I couldn't even really be honest with myself and I didn't have the ability to trust myself. So when I sat in my bathroom and I did mirror work, I stripped down everything. If I had on any kind of makeup, I took that off. I took my earrings off. Um, I took all my clothes off and I just stood in the mirror and I looked at myself because what I would usually do is I would hurry up and do what I needed to do so I wouldn't look at myself in the mirror. I did not like looking at myself in the mirror. I did not like what I saw in the mirror. I had a disconnect with that woman that was in the mirror. I had a serious disconnect with her. I had a lot of like pissed offity at her. I was angry with her and yet I did not know her. I didn't know how to love her. I didn't know how to talk to her. I didn't know anything about her. I just knew that when I got up in the morning and I got ready, I threw on, you know, my gloss and my powder because I don't wear a lot of makeup. I just love lipstick though and lip gloss. I really do. Um, put on my jewelry, fix my hair however I'm fixing it. I think at that time I had my locks. Matter of fact, yes, I had my locks. But I stripped down everything, everything, all adornments gone. And I stood in that mirror and I made myself look at myself in the mirror, like from head to toe. And I, before I did it, I had my eyes closed. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look at myself without judgment. I'm gonna look at myself and see if I can see myself the way God sees me, because that's what I really want. I wanna see myself the way God sees me. So I opened my eyes and I looked in the mirror. Immediately, 
I started looking at all my flaws. Even after telling myself I'm not going to judge myself, I immediately saw my flaws. Which made me frustrated that I even went there. And I started crying. So I sat there disappointed that I couldn't even look at myself without judging myself. And I got frustrated. So I took a few deep breaths, I pulled away and I said, okay, I'm gonna do this. I have to do this. So I got back in the mirror and all I could do was the Hopanopano or Hopanopano, however you pronounce it. That's the only thing I could think to do was to say that prayer to myself. I am sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. And I just kept saying that over and over and over again to myself until I started to believe that I did, that I could feel that I could forgive myself, that myself, that I was sorry, and my higher self could say, it's all right, girl, we good. And then I began to really look at myself and I blessed my body. I looked at myself in a way so differently because I was like, okay, I gave birth to a beautiful eight pound, eight ounce son. When the doctors told me years prior that I wouldn't be able to have children, I had one and he's beautiful and he's a grown man who's thriving now. So I'm blessing my womb. I'm blessing and looking at the stretch marks that I had on my body. I'm like, you know what? I earned these. <laughs> I earned these. So I'm blessing them. I blessed my, my, my breast, my, my moles on my body that I was always ashamed of. I blessed, you know, every part of my body, the scars from when I fell off my bike when I was a little girl. You know, just all these things that are that I would pick apart about my body. I loved on them. And I appreciated them. So I appreciated myself. And I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to know you now. I think I'm ready. I'm not afraid to know you now. And that began my journey of me really becoming more intimate with myself. A lot of times when you say have being intimate with yourself, people go off into left field thinking about like masturbation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, if you do that, do you boo? Literally, but uh, that's not what this is about. This is about vulnerability. This is about me trusting me. This is about me loving me and knowing me into me i see what do i see when i look into me what do you see when you look into you 
Do you have the courage to really look inside you, to really have a vulnerable moment, even with yourself? Goddess Virgo Bliss says, ditto to that. I bought a full length mirror and put it right in front of my bed. So when I get up, I have no choice but to see myself and say, great rising, gorgeous goddess. And I, and it feels like, yeah, felt like, yeah, right at first. Yeah. 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 But the more you say it and the more you start looking at yourself and realizing that, yeah, you are a gorgeous goddess. The more you start owning who you really are and who you were created to be, that you were created in the image of the creator. And within the creator, there's so much beauty, splendor, wonder, magic. So if you were created in the image of the creator, then that must mean you are a perfectly imperfect being. You are a spiritual being having a human experience, and I'm not going to allow the humanity that has been tainted to corrupt the spirit part of me. Not going to allow that. The spirit part of me wins every time if I allow it. So into me, I see. What do I see when I look in me? What happens when... I have gotten myself to this point and now I'm ready. That's why I'm not afraid to be vulnerable anymore. I was afraid. But when I got this calling to do this work, kind of had to let all that go. Because there's no way that you all could know me, like, and trust me if I didn't want to or if I couldn't be vulnerable with you. If I couldn't let you into my world to see my flaws, to, to tell you, yeah, girl, honey, I done that, been there, done that, Mickey Mouse ears and everything. I fucked that up royally. I will tell you in a heartbeat. I'm not afraid of it anymore. And with this work, there comes that level of responsibility and responsibility means I have the ability to respond. And I know that I do. I have the ability to respond in a way that still allows me to be me, to be who I was created to be. Into me, I see a woman who has overcome so much and has so much more to go. And that's so cool. The journey, the beautiful journey, the mountains I've I've climbed and I've conquered. I can look behind me and see those mountains and be like, damn, I did that. <laughs> have you ever done that? Instead of just focusing on the mountains ahead, have you ever looked at the ones that you, you've already conquered, that you are already overcame? Maybe you had to go over them. Maybe you had to go around it. Maybe it took a few years, but you did it. So into you, you should see an overcomer, a conqueror, a warrior, a goddess, a friend, a sister, a mother, a lover, a wife. 
who are you outside of even those labels? When you look inside of you, what do you see? What do you see? So that is the message that I have today. So this is going to be the last Sacred Pathway Sunday um, until May, because I'm going to take uh, April off from doing these. Got something else that I got going on <laughs> in April. And um, I want to have the opportunity to let Sundays be just for me in every way. So um, I'll be taking that time, but don't worry. Y'all will still hear from me. Don't worry. I ain't going nowhere. So thank you again for joining me today on this Sacred Pathway Sunday. Uh, leave a comment. If you're watching this on the replay, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Does this resonate with you or not? <laughs> and don't forget, you still have time to get your cute self into the moon miracles, magic and manifestation. That starts on the first new moon of April, which is Friday. Yeah. And then April 19th is the beginning of the next installment of the Enlightenment and Empowerment of Reiki, which is a certification course for levels one and two. So if you are wanting to get your Reiki certification, you better click on that link and get yourself enrolled because when you enroll into the Enlightenment and Empowerment of Reiki course, you also will get access to the Moon Miracles Magic and Manifestation membership. There you go. All right, y'all. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Yes, Goddess Nadia, and hello to you. She says, and like the video. Yes, thank you for reminding me to say that. <laughs> so subscribe to the channel. Comment below, like the video, all of that, okay? <laughs> and share it, because sharing is caring. And yes, Goddess Quayle, you are welcome. You enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Everyone enjoy the rest of their Sunday. And I'll see you all next time, okay? I love you, and um, bye for now. Yay.